Rogue's Gallery Uncovered. Bad behaviour in period costume. An unbiased peek into the lives of history's greatest libertines, lotharios and complete bastards. This shorter-than-usual podcast contains adult themes and the occasional bit of colourful language. If the thought of this is already making you angry, you might not enjoy what follows. I've really got the shakes. A truly seismic drinking session with John Barrymore. San Francisco, 1906. John Barrymore is pissed and he doesn't want to go to Australia. He's part of a touring company taking Broadway hit The Dictator around America. They've just finished a run in San Francisco and are waiting for a ship to take them across the Pacific. Barrymore, who will one day be considered the finest actor of his generation, is 24 years old and plays the part of a drunken telegraph operator. It's a supreme piece of typecasting. Barrymore's been a confirmed alcoholic from the age of 15. In fact, he often has to leave the stage in order to throw up. Sickeningly talented and obscenely handsome, he's already known as the Great Profile and has a legion of female admirers. Rumour has it that he's currently entertaining the fiancé of one of his friends in a room at the St Francis Hotel. However, tonight he's alone. Resplendent in full evening dress, he's enjoyed watching Caruso sing Carmen at the Grand Opera House on Mission Street, and rather than return to his hotel, has gone to a supper party where, true to form, he's become heroically drunk. Staying at a friend's house, it's four in the morning, and he's just about to get into bed when the whole room begins to move. Instinctively, he lunges straight for the toilet, but when pictures start falling from the walls and chunks of plaster tumble from the ceiling, he realises that, for once, it's not the booze. Such is the force of the earthquake that strikes San Francisco, whole streets undulate like waves in a choppy sea. Barrymore is nearly toppled into the bath. Once the initial shock has passed, Barrymore recovers his composure, gets himself dressed and heads downstairs. His friend, who had drunkenly slept through the entire earthquake, is inconsolable to discover his precious collection of Ming Dynasty vases are now nothing more than broken shards. Barrymore fancies another drink. He makes his way back to the St Francis Hotel through devastated streets full of people trying to rescue their possessions and each other from the rubble. Pausing to ask an attractive lady in her nightclothes whether or not she's cold, he pops quickly into the Bohemian Club for a livener. Suitably refreshed, he continues on his journey through the disaster area, glass of brandy in hand. Arriving at the hotel, he makes straight for the crowded bar. Suitably refreshed, he explores the streets once more until nightfall, still in full evening dress. He spots Caruso weeping dramatically and declaring San Francisco an hell of a place. He also helps someone bury a trunk full of valuables and then promptly forgets where. Back at the hotel, he asks the desk clerk for his room key and inquires as to the possibility of another shock rocking the city. The clerk has just assured him that there is absolutely no chance of that when another shock rocks the city. Embarrassed, the clerk dives out of the window. Barrymore, unperturbed, takes his key, goes to his room and gets into bed. He awakes to the smell of burning. Fires have broken out all over the city and wisely he decides not to remain in their path. Legging it from the flames, 
Barrymore realises that if he disappears for a while, he'll miss his boat and not have to go to Australia after all. He spends the next six days drinking constantly at a friend's house outside the city. When his marathon bender comes to an end and still in full evening dress, although now somewhat soiled, he borrows a bicycle, rides into town and makes his grand reappearance. Approaching a reporter, he offers to write the story of his experiences. The reporter is overjoyed, buys him a tumbler of brandy and leaves him to it. The story Barrymore writes is total fiction, in which he claims to have witnessed all manner of horrors and to have even helped the army dig out trapped civilians with a shovel. Jugged to the eyeballs and looking like an exhumed tramp, Barrymore fails to see the funny side when told that his boat to Australia had actually been delayed and in fact he's just in time to catch it. His misgivings about the Australian jaunt are not misplaced. He is arrested halfway through the tour for laughing in the streets after 9pm. If you want to find out more about John Barrymore and his hard-drinking heyday, then you'll find a link to a book telling you more about it in the show notes of this episode. Next time, unlawful, unpleasant and unclean. Medieval England's most diseased criminal always keeps his hands in his pockets, with Adam the Leper. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, don't forget to visit roguesgalleryuncovered.com, subscribe or follow wherever you get your podcasts, and if you're a proactive type of rogue, feel free to rate and review. There's a link on the website. That's all for now. See you yesterday.